Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, and welcome back to the official Teachify English podcast. I hope you're having a good morning, a good afternoon, or a good evening, or a good night, whatever time it is when you are listening to this podcast. As you should all know by now, my name's Lewis, and today I'm joined by my dear friend and colleague, Mickey. Hello, everybody! It's amazing to be back here recording the podcast with you, Lewis. I hope everybody's okay.、Um, and Lewis, how are you? How has your week been? My week's been pretty good. So, I have to tell you that we are pre-recording this podcast, and it's going to be released well in a week or two weeks. But right now, I'm hot. I'm sweating. <laughs> But other than that, I'm. I'm good. Very good. What about yourself, Mickey? I'm loving the teacherfy life, Lewis. I love working, so、uh, and I don't mind the heat.、Uh, I think possibly the half Spanish blood that I have in me is able to put up with the heat a bit better than the average English person. So、uh, for me, it's not a big issue.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, you will know that I am the average English person who cannot put up. With the heat, I cannot tolerate it. I cannot bear it. It is scorching today, I must say. Scorching, roasting, blistering, boiling, sweltering. Ah,、oh, so many adjectives. Oh wow! All of these adjectives can be used to say that the weather is very, very hot. So you said you were enjoying the teachify life. So I just thought of a question.、Um, What is your normal day to day? So, on a normal day, a normal Monday, let's say, what do you do? Firstly, Monday is my favourite day of the week. Strange, I know, but I love starting Monday. So I woke up early. I go to the gym. I was in the gym at seven o'clock this morning. Forty-five minutes, one hour workout, doing some exercise. Come home, shower, breakfast, and then I start my day working, which usually consists of. Checking the calendars to make sure everybody knows what they're doing in terms of classes, because at the moment、uh, we've actually hit a record number of bookings with classes. So th- although it's summer and people are on holiday, they are loving learning English. So that's a plus for us.、Um, yeah, they contact with clients, emails, website improvements,、um, and that's pretty much it. Then I stop to have lunch, and today, for example, you've come round so we can record some podcasts. The best part of the day, without doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt, Lewis. And then after lunch, do you carry on working? Do you continue working? Yeah, it depends what needs to be done because my my job really is every day changes. So it depends how much work comes in, if there's problems, if students need to rebook, or if teachers are having any issues. So it all depends. Some days are easier than others. But on the grand scheme of things, it's generally quite smooth at the moment.、Uh-huh. So overall, on the whole, in general, it's okay. Yeah. Good. And then, what time do you normally、uh, finish and call it a day? My day's a bit different because it depends on the day itself.、Uh, because I work sometimes weekends. If during the week one day maybe I've not done as much work or things that need to be done, then I don't mind working a Saturday or a Sunday. Uh, or maybe I have an idea, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe I want to try and implement this. So then, I don't really have a cut-off time. I could finish at five o'clock. I could finish at eleven o'clock at night. It depends on the on the day and what needs to be done.、Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, that's a nice little introduction to our podcast. But now let's have a chat about the main topic of today's podcast. And that is all about music. Oh, fantastic. I love music. So would you say that you are really into music? I would say, yeah, I'm very into music. It's probably the first thing I do every day when I wake up, before coffee, uh, before anything, is put music on. All right, good. Remember the preposition there, put music on. And if you're really into or interested in music, do you play any musical instruments? I do. Well, I used to play. I don't play anymore, but I used to play when I was younger. I used to play the guitar, the classic guitar. Um, I actually did classes from the age of six to 12, and I did my grades as well by Trinity Music College. Um, so I was really into the guitar. And when I left England, I stopped playing it. But every now and then now, I like to pick up the guitar and uh, have a little sing song or a strum. Although I'm a little bit rusty now, Lewis, I must say. Mm -hmm. So you're a little bit rusty, you've lost your practice. And you also said every now and then. This is a really nice phrase and expression to say not very often or maybe once every three months, four months. But here it depends. It's a little bit subjective. Yeah, it's kind of a bit up in the air. There's no, uh, there's no schedule to when I pick up the guitar. But when I do, it's, uh, yeah, I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So uh, just the guitar or do you play any other musical instruments? Just the guitar, although I am contemplating uh, starting the saxophone because I, uh, I love the idea of playing the saxophone. And is this something that you've just become interested in recently or has it always been the case? Uh, it's been there. It's been there for a few years, but I'm not very good uh, with the saxophone. I've tried before and I, I can't make the sounds at all, so I realise how difficult it is. But yeah, I'm, I think, uh, I don't know, in the near future I would like to give it a go. Mm -hmm. Excellent. You'd like to give it a go. You'd like to try it. Yeah. Now, you said that you had some classes. Do you think it's possible for someone to learn on their own without having any classes or a teacher? Oh, definitely. I think uh, a lot of my friends who are self-taught, uh, with uh, there's a, for, for guitar in particular, there's a website and application called Ultimate Guitar. Uh, and on there, even if you can't read music, you have the tabs and it shows you where you have to put your finger, which string you have to pluck. So it's, uh, you can definitely learn on your own, although it might be a little bit boring and it's quite nice if you have uh, somebody to guide you and teach you at the same time. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's your favorite type of music? I have a wide range of likes when it comes to music. Uh, back in the day, I sound like I'm 60, I'm not, I'm only 30, but back in the day, I used to only listen to like electronic music uh -huh. uh, and then my the, the music tastes broadened so now I listen to everything from rock to rap to hip-hop to electronic to house uh, I just enjoy a good masterpiece of music or a well-constructed song mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter if it's classical music or heavy metal as long as you think it's well made and it's catchy and you enjoy the song yeah i mean heavy metal i'm not a fan of i've tried to listen to it and i can't get into uh heavy metal again the expression get into i can't get interested in heavy metal but i like uh yeah i like well, I like to music spanish music i like music from other languages as well i think it's quite nice to hear songs in other languages 
So yeah, in general, I'm a music fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take that phrasal verb that you just used to get into something, and I'm going to use it in context. So I like music, but it's never really been a huge passion of mine. So I've liked it, and I've always listened to music, lots of different types of music, but I couldn't get into it enough to want to learn to play a musical instrument. At school, I remember I picked up a flute, <laughs> and you know, the classic thing where you try to learn how to play the flute, but I just couldn't get into it. I, I, I couldn't become interested in it. Yeah. And I could say the same about heavy metal. <laughs> uh, I've tried to listen to a couple of songs, but I can't get into it. Oh, just, I would like something to add something. It's not just heavy metal that I can't get into. There is also another genre of music that I despise Mm-hmm. It's What's a strong that? word. Despise is a strong word. It, it is, is, yeah. I hate this music and it's reggaeton. I cannot stand reggaeton. Uh, I'm sorry for all you listeners out there because I'm pretty sure a lot of you love reggaeton. But I'm sorry, guys, it is not my cup of tea. Yeah, it's not mine either. I remember when I first went to South America, to Argentina, and everyone was always listening to reggaeton. And <laughs> I tried to get into it, and I used it in some ways to practice my pronunciation and improve my Spanish. But I don't enjoy it. Mm. Not at all. Yeah. Talking about learning a language with music... Um, Nikki, could you enlighten us and tell us what you can do and how you can use music to improve your English? Sure. Um, there's a lot of ways you can use music to learn a language. Um, and I think especially if you are somebody who likes and enjoys music, it's a great idea to, to listen to music firstly in the language that you're trying to learn, whether it's English in this case or whether it's Portuguese or Italian. Uh, but there's also uh, an amazing application called Lyrics Training, Uh, which you can search for, it's lyricstraining.com. You can either download it as an app or you can go to their website. And it's fantastic for improving your listening and vocabularies above all. Because you can select a song, you can listen to it, you can choose your level, and you just have to tap the correct word in the sentence uh, of the word that's missing. So you're listening to the song at the same time, you're really trying to focus on specific words and vocabulary. And it's, uh, it's a great way to learn language, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is lyrics training, and there is a website and an application, and I believe it's free, at least for the the beginners um, kind of tools that you can be given. Yeah, it's free at the moment. It's still free, so it's worth uh, worth trying, guys, if you have some time. Mm-hmm. And if maybe you don't have as much time, or you just don't fancy using lyrics training, fancy you don't fancy, you just you don't feel like it. Um, What you could do is just, you know, have a look on YouTube at a song with the lyrics and sing along. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not really that into music, or at least I've never been into singing or playing a musical instrument. But I wish I was different because I think a lot of musicians have an advantage because they can kind of differentiate different sounds and it's easier for them to reproduce sounds, which makes their pronunciation much better. Um, I was thinking just recently when I was watching uh, some football 
and it was actually the first match of La Liga after the coronavirus lockdown. And it was the Sevilla derby. Mm. So it was uh, football club Sevilla against Real Betis. And here at Tichify, we are Beticos. Always. Always. And I realized that I didn't know the meaning or the tune of Real Betis' main song. And I had never looked up the words. Looked up the words. I had never looked them up. Mm -hmm. I had never looked online to see what Aquí estamos todos para cantar tu canción. <laughs> and then that gave me a little bit of curiosity and I did it and I tried to, you know, imitate and copy the pronunciation of the, the hymn, the, the chant. Yeah, that's very good. It's a good learning tip if you have time. I think it's also good if you can to record yourself, uh, whether you're singing or even just speaking uh, in general English. It's a very good idea to record yourself and listen back to it or to recite if you can read as well, read the lyrics out or read a book and just for like a 30 seconds to a minute, record yourself, listen back and read what, you, what you're listening to and it will definitely help you with your pronunciation. Mm -hmm. Exactly, just try to exaggerate everything. When you're trying to improve your pronunciation, it's always good to really, really exaggerate it. Now, talking about exaggeration, um, I think now we've, we're approaching the end of this podcast. Oh, we know what that means. What does that mean, Mickey? It means you're going to tell us one of your shocking, terrible dad jokes. Yes! <laughs> so I am going to tell you another joke. I hope you were looking forward to hearing this joke. Look forward to ING. Oh, grammar's <laughs> coming out today. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling particularly interested and passionate about grammar today. Yeah. So look forward to ING or a noun. So I'm looking forward to telling you this dad joke. You ready, Mickey? I'm always ready for a dad joke, Lewis. So what did one dish say to another dish? So dish means like a, a plate. No? Yeah. Like a plate which you, which you put your food on to have dinner when you go to a restaurant, no? So what was the joke again? The joke, well, the question okay. is, uh, what did one dish say to the other dish or another dish? I don't know, Lewis. What did one dish say to the other dish? Dinner's on me. Oh, that is a shocker. Do you get it, anyone? <laughs> so, dinner is on me. Uh, here there's a nice phrase as well. Uh, it's on me. Mickey, don't worry. It's on me. Yeah, this is a very, very good phrase to learn. What does it mean? Well, basically, guys, um, when you're in Spanish, you tend to say, like, I invite you to a beer. Uh, it means, in Spanish, obviously, that you are going to pay for it. Well, in English, it doesn't mean that. If you want to pay for a beer or for food or for something for a friend or family, the simplest way to say it is, don't worry, Lewis, it's on me. That means that I am going to buy with my money what Lewis is eating or drinking, okay? It's on me. So dinner is on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, I think that'll do for today. That'll be enough. Um, Mickey, is there anything you'd like to say to finish off? Um, no, just keep studying, guys. Keep studying, keep learning, uh, keep following the social media and Instagram. Join the live classes if you can. And that's pretty much it. Perfect. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See you later.